0: Well it's about blooming time, isn't it? Yes it is. I know I'm saying it is. Well it is about time. I know that you don't need to say it. Alright then. Let's just draw a line under it. Okay. That line looks a bit thick to me. Oh well that's not, let's not guess not start again. Okay, it's been a while since Memphis Wrestling dropped this episode and I've been doing a lot of work as you know, and a lot of things, and there's a lot of wrestling about and all of that. And um, so I didn't get to it until today. And I feel rather um, a heel, not a face, a heel for doing so. But um, here I am, and it's just such great entertainment. None of the matches here you would think, what great wrestling. But I think, what a great wrestling program. So, Everybody dies, yeah, Lance. We know it's a it's a universal truth, isn't it? Well, there are no universal truths. Maybe that's the maybe that is the exception that proves my rule. Anyway, yes, everybody will. Death and taxes, all that kind of stuff. But there he is, storming from the back after laying out people with sirens in the background, and we start with him storming out and. Taking it to Dustin and Terrence. the Star Terence back together again, the dream team back together, and um, here he is out. So they start the um, showing us what happened last week. Then you get um, Lance, Lance, the Murder Hawk monster, Lance. I just I've said it before, haven't I? Anyway, then you get the titles, and main event Bradley has come out to challenge Lance Archer. Now then, oh, there's my kettle boiling, just bear with me. When I said my kettle was boiling, that wasn't a euphemism, it actually was boiling. It's a whistling kettle, I like those. Anyway, Bradley comes out and makes one of his bad decisions. You know, it's up there with sticking your face in a fan. It's up there with jumping into a, a pool that's got no water. It's up there with, I wonder if I jump off this roof, whether I'll die or just break a bone. Here he is challenging Lance Archer. Now maybe he feels that with Uncle Phil, or Uncle Landfill as he's often called, in Memphis wrestling, that he'll be alright. But no. He attacks him early on. No dice. Nothing from Lance. Big boot. The murder hawk monster, but he quickly then takes the takes the razor's edge move, throws him on top of Phil there's the pin the crowd are into it and Archer says he wants somebody I can't remember, I can't think who he, is it he's talking about another big man is it Brett Michaels does he believe that every rose has its thumb? I don't know I can't I couldn't hear and, and, and Dustin and Tones didn't tell us but anyway it's a good guest and he won't come back for the rest of the programme that's it one and done on this episode anyway nicely done and apparently, Dustin just carries it on a little by saying, in the back, there's carnage in the lobby. He doesn't say in the back, but I do. In the back, carnage in the lobby. Maybe the popcorn isn't salted enough. I don't know. The ribs might be underdone. I'm not sure. Anyway, then we've got Ash Taylor, who's being given a lot of time, as you know, with The Righteous Path. Here he is... At the lectern, nice promo, organ music, candles. He doesn't like Pope winning last week. He doesn't like Ray Collins, who was with Pope last week. And apparently next week, Collins will will beg forgiveness from him. It wasn't a bad promo. And I think that Taylor's getting better. And although I've said you're giving him a lot of time, I suppose you need to give people a lot of time if you believe in the gimmick and you believe in them. And probably Dustin, who knows more about wrestling than I do, an awful lot more I've got a minuscule talent of wrestling than he has or understanding of wrestling than he has but anyway he's probably right okay Tim Grind is out you see we've got quite a lot of stuff rather than wrestling but I don't mind it he hasn't heard from his son Lance in quite some time probably best not to come out and tell us probably best to first of all bring the police Because if your son doesn't come home, and he's supposed to, that's the first place you go, isn't it? I'm just giving you a bit of advice. Tim, that's all I'm doing. He reckons that posse Simon has got him. Ask him to bring his son Lance out. If he doesn't bring him out by the end of the programme, he will go to where Simon lives. Now, do you think as I do, even last week, or the week before last, when Lance wasn't there, for the match with Tim Bosby didn't you think I think he's probably going to turn on him just hold on to that thought spoiler alert! oh I've done, it. I've done it the wrong way around again anyway here's DK and Ray Ray versus the O'Neill brothers now the O'Neill brothers Steven Devin Devin um sort of dressed up in what looks like a Jimmy Blaylock outfit might not be but it did look like someone in the in the crowd or or they've chosen similar outfits it's the white outfit that Blaylock likes to wear Jimmy to his friends I think I can call him that now there's a very nice Ray Ray crossbody off the top Stephen backdrops him to a Devin choke on the top rope that's beautiful he's on the apron backdrops him Devin just um, takes the head pulls it back onto the rope marvellous or pulls the head forward onto the rope actually more like Ray hits a drop-up, uh, a pop-up, not a drop-up, a drop-up pop-kick would be very interesting and a new move. This is a pop-up drop-kick, which is nice, and Dustin tells Terence, I would chop your nipple off. He basically says, do you know how hard those chops are, I'll take your shirt off and I'll show you is the implication, but he likes that chop your nipple off line, doesn't he? He's used it before, and I'm sure he'll use it again, and I like that. Now, DK gets in, punches both of them, super kick. And here's Nixie XS. Ray Ray's on the top, the top turnbuckle. She crotches him. DQ and DK and Ray Ray taste the, the double sit-out, either choke slam or power bomb. I think it's both really. It's more like a choke slam, really, isn't it? And Nixie, this is interesting, she's got the O'Neills as her clients. She's got the tag team belt draped over each shoulder. It's a really nice wrinkle for her character, and if they're going to push her like that, I like it. Cassandra Golden doesn't doubt herself, nor should she. She's fabulous. She's not the champion, but she says she has to be better. She says that Mackenzie Morgan was better on that day, but she's still golden. I agree with that, and she will show us against Bashley Bones. She takes her down with a shoulder block. Bashley gets some punching in because she's game, you know. She really is game, is... is Bashley, she has a go, but she's thrown off. Golden hits a sidewalk slam. Then Bashley goes to the eyes, pulls Cassandra Golden down by her hair, chokes her in the ropes. Naughty, very naughty. And then you've got a golden clothesline, a hip attack, a suplex, and that lovely Falcon Arrow for the pin. It wasn't bad at all. I really enjoyed it, but not as much as this, because here's Austin and Nikki laying back. Dr. Tom Pritchard is sitting to tell us, because he did a seminar recently about old Memphis wrestling and current Memphis wrestling, but he's rudely interrupted. Well, I didn't think it was interrupted. I thought it burnished his conversation to have Austin and Nicky there. They're working so well with this heel stuff, so well. He asks Tom Pritchard, can you teach me something? I am Memphis wrestling. And he says he's better than Tom ever was. Now, it's a conversation that you could have around the dinner table. I know that. In steps Tim Bosby, Austin wants to fight. Goes to take his tie off to fight. He's getting the tie off, everybody. Nicky stops him. Yeah, that's right, says Austin. On my time. My time. And they're using this to, to make Bosby a face. Because as Terran, or a tweener, as Terran says, we don't really like Bosby. You know, I, I don't really, I, I don't really feel that way about him, but... In this instance, I'll be rooting for him. Yeah, you can do two things. Reposition Austin Lane and reposition Bosby at the same time. Nicely done. Now, Chris, Mr. Chris, put some respect on that man's name. Close to the camera, black and white, all face painted. Addresses Mr. Grind. Grind, Mr. Says Simon's busy babysitting today, but he will fight grind later on in fact now it's your main event and grind has got a chain fist and he beats he's got pent up energy he beats mr chris he doesn't put any any respect on that man's name beats him from pillar to post pillar to here's pillar here's post one to the other and back and back smacks him with the chain throws him into the wall punches a beal, a worked headlock Some more punches Then kind of a sleeper For for ages actually Far too long Actually As I think it's Terence Or Dustin points out If you If you finish off Mr Chris You won't get to find out Where Lance is Will you And here he comes Led by the neck By Simon Simon asks Grind To lay down And let Chris Beat him Now it doesn't happen immediately And that's really good Lay down He had to tell him lay down and then Lance is thrown into the ring he's face painted how dare they they face painted him with their collars Grind is very upset they hug Grind goes to look at the posse Lance is behind him low blow yeah and I knew it would happen but they haven't done it immediately I thought they were hot housing it and pushing it too soon I knew as soon as we saw Lance but they've given it three or four weeks because they really started at the Beale Street show, didn't they? And this is great stuff. A new addition to the posse who beat Grind down. And he's now a big face and Lance is a big heel. And this was a great wrestling entertainment hour. Went by in the blink of an eye. Still available, Dustin. And I love it. Week on week. And I'm sorry it took me a while to get there. But you know what? whether I watch it on Sunday or whether I watch it on Friday. It's always good. Ta-ta. Well, it's about blooming time, isn't it? Yes, it is. I know. I'm saying it is. Well, it is about time. I know that. You don't need to say it. All right, then. Let's just draw a line under it. Okay, that line looks a bit thick to me. Oh, well, let's not, let's not start again. Okay, it's been a while since Memphis Wrestling dropped this episode, and I've been doing a lot of work, as you know, and a lot of things and there's a lot of wrestling about and all of that. And um, so I didn't get to it until today. And I feel rather um, a heel, not a face a heel for doing so, but um, here I am, and it's just such great entertainment, none of the matches here you would think, what great wrestling, but I think, what a great wrestling program. So, everybody dies, yeah, Lance, we know it's a, it's a universal truth, isn't it? Well, there are no universal truths, maybe that's the, maybe that is the exception that proves my rule. Anyway, Yes, everybody will. Death and taxes, all that kind of stuff. But there he is, storming from the back after laying out people with sirens in the background. And we start with him storming out and taking it to Dustin and Terrence. Dustin, Terrence, back together again. The dream team, back together. And um, here he is out. So they start the... um, showing us what happened last week, then you get um, Lance, Lance, the Murder Hawk monster, Lance, I just, I've said it before haven't I, anyway, then you get the titles and Main Event Bradley has come out to challenge Lance Archer, now then, oh, is my kettle boiling, just bear with me, when I said my kettle was boiling, that wasn't a euphemism, it actually was boiling, it's a whistling kettle, I like those, anyway, Bradley comes out and makes one of his bad decisions. You know, it's up there with sticking your face in a fan. It's up there with jumping into a a pool that's got no water. It's up there with, I wonder if I jump off this roof, whether I'll die or just break a bone. Here he is challenging Lance Archer. Now, maybe he feels that with Uncle Phil, or Uncle Land Phil, as he's often called, in Memphis wrestling, that he'll be all right, but no, he attacks him early on. No dice, nothing from Lance. Big boot, the murder Hulk monster. But he quickly then takes the takes the razor's edge move, throws him on top of Phil. There's the pin, The crowd are into it. And Archer says he wants somebody. I can't. Remember, I can't think who he, is it. He's talking about another big man. Is it Brett Michaels? Does he believe that every rose has its? Um I don't know. I can't I couldn't hear. And and, and Dustin and Tones didn't tell us. But anyway, it's a good guest and he won't come back for the rest of the programme. That's it. One and done. On this episode. Anyway, nicely done. And apparently Dustin just carries it on a little by saying, in the back, there's carnage in the lobby. He doesn't say in the back, but I do, in the back. Carnage in the lobby. Maybe the popcorn isn't salted enough. I don't know. The ribs might be underdone. I'm not sure. Anyway, then we've got Ash Taylor, who's been given a lot of time, as you know, with The Righteous Path. Here he is at the lectern. Nice promo, organ music, candles. He doesn't like Pope winning last week. He doesn't like Ray Collins, who was with Pope last week. And apparently next week, Collins will... will, Beg forgiveness from him. It wasn't a bad promo. And I think that Taylor's getting better. And although I've said you're giving him a lot of time, I suppose you need to give people a lot of time if you believe in the gimmick and you believe in them. And probably Dustin, who knows more about wrestling than I do, an awful lot more. I've got a minuscule talent of wrestling than he has, or understanding of wrestling than he has. But anyway, he's probably right. Okay, Tim Grind is out. You see, we've got quite a lot of stuff rather than wrestling, but I don't mind it. He hasn't heard from his son, Lance, in quite some time. Probably best not to come out and tell us. Probably best to, first of all, bring the police. Because if your son doesn't come home, and he's supposed to, that's the first place you go, isn't it? I'm just giving you a bit of advice. Tim, that's all I'm doing. He reckons that posse Simon has got him. Ask him to bring his son Lance out. If he doesn't bring him out by the end of the programme, he will go to where Simon lives. Now, do you think as I do, even last week or the week before last, when Lance wasn't there for the match with Tim Bosby, didn't you think, I think he's probably going to turn on him. Just hold on to that thought. Spoiler winner. Oh, I've done it it the wrong way round again. Anyway, here's DK and Ray Ray versus the O'Neill brothers. Now, the O'Neill brothers, Stephen, Devin, Devin. Um, Someone's dressed up in what looks like a Jimmy Blaylock outfit. Might not be, but it did look like someone in the the crowd, or, or they've chosen similar outfits. It's the white outfit that Blaylock likes to wear. Jimmy, to his friends, I think I can call him that, Now, there's a very nice Ray-Ray crossbody off the top. Stephen backdrops him to a Devon choke on the top rope. That's beautiful. He's on the apron, backdrops him. Devon just um, takes the head, pulls it back onto the rope. Marvellous. Or pulls the head forward onto the rope, actually more like. Ray hits a drop-up, a pop-up, not a drop-up. A drop-up pop-kick would be very interesting. And a new move. This is a pop-up drop-kick, which is nice. And Dustin tells Terence, I would chop your nipple off. He basically says, do you know how hard those chops are? Take your shirt off, and I'll show you the implication. But he likes that chop your nipple off line, doesn't he? He's used it before, and I'm sure he'll use it again, and I like that. Now, DK gets in, punches both of them, super kick, and here's Nixie XS. Ray Ray is on the top, the top turnbuckle, she crotches him, DQ, and DK and Ray Ray taste the, the double sit-out, either choke slam or power bomb. I think it's both, really. It's more like a choke slam, really, isn't it? And Nixie, this is interesting, she's got the O'Neills as her clients. She's got the tag team belt draped over each shoulder. It's a really nice wrinkle for her character, and if they're gonna push her like that, I like it. Cassandra Golden doesn't doubt herself, nor should she. She's fabulous. She's not the champion, but she says she has to be better. She says that Mackenzie Morgan was better on that day, but she's still golden. I agree with that. And she will show us against Bashley Bones. She takes her down with a shoulder block. Bashley gets some punches in because she's game, you know. She really is game, is, is Bashley. She has a go, but she's thrown off. Golden hits a sidewalk slam. Then Bashley goes to the eyes. Pulls Cassandra Golden down by her hair. Chokes her in the ropes. Naughty. Very naughty. And then you've got a Golden clothesline, a hip attack, a suplex. And that lovely falcon arrow for the pin. It wasn't bad at all. I really enjoyed it. But not as much as this. Because here's Austin and Nicky laying back. Dr. Tom Pritchard is sitting to tell us, because he did a seminar recently about old Memphis wrestling and current Memphis wrestling, but he's rudely interrupted well I didn't think it was interrupted I thought it burnished his conversation to have Austin and Nicky there they're working so well with this heel stuff so well he asks Tom Pritchard can you teach me something I am Memphis wrestling and he says he's better than Tom ever was now it's a conversation that you can have around the dinner table I know that in steps Tim Bosby Austin wants to fight goes to take his tie off to fight. He's getting the tie off everybody. Nikki stops him. Yeah, that's right, says Austin. On my time. My time. And they're using this to to make Bosby a face because as Terran, or a tweener, as Terran says, we don't really like Bosby. You know, I, I don't really I, I don't really feel that way about him, but in this instance, I'll be rooting for him." Yeah. You can do two things. Reposition Austin lane. And reposition Bosby at the same time. Nicely done. Now, Chris, Mr. Chris, put some respect on that man's name. Close to the camera. Black and white. All face painted. Addresses Mr. Grind. Grind, Mr. Says Simon's busy babysitting today, but he will fight Grind later on. In fact, now, it's your main event. And Grind has got a chain fist and he beats... He's got pent-up energy. He beats Mr. Chris. He doesn't put in any, any respect on that man's name. Beats him from pillar to post. Pillar, to, here's pillar, here's post. One to the other, and back, and back. Smacks him with the chain, throws him into the wall. Punches, a beel a worked headlock. Some more punches, then kind of a sleeper for, for ages, actually. Far too long, actually. As I think it's Terence or Dustin points out, if you, if you finish off... Mr Chris you won't get to find out where Lance is will you and here he comes led by the neck by Simon Simon asks Grind to lay down and let Chris beat him now it doesn't happen immediately and that's really good lay down he had to tell him lay down and then Lance is thrown into the ring he's face painted how dare they they face painted him with their collars Grind is very upset they hug Grind goes to look at the posse. Lance is behind him. Low blow. Yeah. And I knew it would happen. But they haven't done it immediately. I thought they were hot housing it and pushing it too soon. I knew as soon as we saw Lance. But they've given it three or four weeks. Because they really started at the Beale Street show, didn't they? And this is great stuff. A new addition to the posse who beat Grind down. And he's now a big face. And Lance is a big heel. And this was a great wrestling entertainment hour. Went by in the blink of an eye. Still available, Dustin. And I love it. Week on week. And I'm sorry it took me a while to get there. But you know what? Whether I watch it on Sunday or whether I watch it on Friday, it's always good. Ta-ta.